You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. into episode 181 of the Sources Say podcast, your go-to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the growing KSR podcast network. The Sources Say podcast is presented by our good friends at Justice Dental. You can make an appointment at one of two Lexington locations. That's on Wellington Way and Blazer Parkway. Now is a great time to schedule your dental cleaning. Remember that regular dental appointments are important for your overall health. You can learn more and make an appointment at justicedental.com. Dr. Justice and Dr. Thompson look forward to seeing you soon. I'm your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio. Very happy to be joined once again by the one and only Sean Smith of Go Big Blue Country. Sean, how the heck are you today? Jack, I'm not saying this out of habit. But I'm fantastic. <laughs> uh, what a what a freaking day, Sean! It is the official uh, announcement from Oscar Sheway, one that we have anticipated for uh, a little while. But you know, there's something to be said about reality actually setting in. All the rumors, all the rumblings, all the you know draft stock being going up lately. You know all of the stuff that uh, it just feels like it's been such it's been bad news after bad news after bad news, Sean. But the time has finally come. Oscar Sheboy has made his official decision, and it is arguably the biggest news of the off season in all of college basketball. The National Player of the Year will be back for a second year at Kentucky. His senior year. Oscar Sheboy announces his return to Lexington. We have so much just to discuss about this news, what it means, what it means for the roster, all that good stuff. But Sean, let's just get it rolling. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your emotions? How are you feeling right now? I honestly think that it's the best thing that could have happened for this offseason. Given the way the season ended, the, the overall feeling within this fan base for the last 30 to 35 days, given the way the season ended with the loss to St. Peter's, I, I think this was the perfect shot in the arm and one because it's someone that this fan base can rally behind. We, I think that Oscar brought back some of even the biggest critics this past season with the, the way that he handles himself, the way that he talks, just the passion that he plays with. I, I don't think one person has said anything bad about Oscar, whether that be his performance on the floor or anything off the floor. I, I think it's the perfect thing to to kind of get people back on board. You're still going to have your people that are skeptical, obviously, of John Calipari and what this program can do moving forward. But even those people that have been the loudest for the last three to four weeks, Jack, they have to be all on board when this roster is complete and this season starts next year because it gives them someone – I've had people come up to me for the last two months and say that Oscar really reeled them back in. 
when they got to that point to where they started to give up on UK basketball, they got sick of the one and done, whatever, whatever their complaints were, Oscar was what brought everybody back together. And I think that is kind of going to have the same effect after the way that this last season ended. Yeah. And, you know, there was so much talk after the season ended, the way the season ended, how Oscar was such a player that everybody rallied behind. And he was just this, this bright, uh, lovable figure in this program after a year of, of just disappointment and how things unfolded, that he was just the breath of fresh air that, that this team needed. And there was just such disappointment with how even, you know, just toss aside the way Kentucky season ended and, and how heartbreaking that was just the fact that Oscar was let down the way he was and how uh, his storybook season, the, the history that he made every record that he shattered and, and all the individual accolades that he got, it was all, I mean, essentially for nothing. And and I know it, it, it's, Kind of hard to say being a consensus player of the year and uh, breaking every rebounding record and all that stuff is for nothing. But in terms of team accolades, he really has nothing to show for it. He didn't win an SEC championship, didn't win an SEC tournament championship, and didn't make it out of the first weekend uh, in the NCAA tournament. That was the the one final missing piece to his legacy. It, it was it was a. Uh, all of these individual accolades that we love so much. He had the personality. He was such a lovable guy. Every, every fan loved him, but he, he got let down by just everybody. It was just a big letdown for, for everybody. He now gets a part two to the story, Sean. And I think that's the most beautiful part of all of this. His story doesn't end with, with St. Peter's. His story now uh, has a part two where he can write the, the rest of the uh, of his time at Kentucky. He can write those history books. He can write the story how he wants to write it now. Uh, and I think that's kind of the most beautiful part of all of this. He gets a second chance at redemption. He does. And he made that trip to the Final Four this year. Now that was to receive an award. It, it wasn't to play in a basketball game. And I think that that doesn't sit well with him, right? You know, he, he was supposed to be playing that weekend on top of earning all of those honors that he did receive. And now he has that opportunity again, a guy that's going to, to come back and be that dominant force in college basketball. Again, it's the, it's the pillar piece that Kentucky can build its roster around. And, and we've talked for the last what month saying if they got Oscar Sheepway back, we would think that Kentucky would be solidified as a top 10 team, regardless of what they add from the portal and the exodus of, of the roster and who it's the portal from UK and then we've talked if they get Shaden and Oscar back, we think they're preseason number one. Well, I think depending on what they do in the portal, you got to lock this team in as a top 10 team. They're returning the reigning national player of the year that hasn't happened much in college basketball. Yeah, Sean. In fact, it, the last time it has happened, Tyler Hansborough back in 2008. And Sean, uh, he went, he is a consensus national player of the year that year. He returns to school. And what does North Carolina do in his year back? Yeah, they, they win a national championship. They win a national title. That's just, uh, that's kind of where I am right now. It makes me think that, look, the way the season ended, the pressure that's been on John Calipari, look, you get Oscar back, you get a second chance at this. There is no way that Cal doesn't build a national title contender around Oscar Sheboy. You know that right now he is as motivated to build a title contender as he has ever been to make up for, a, he said constantly over and over again that Oscar Sheboy is one of the best 
best kids that he's ever had at the at coaching at any level that it's one of his favorite kids that he's ever coached. He gets a second chance to coach that kid. There is no way that Calipari is going to risk having another letdown uh, to close out the year. This was the best thing. If Kentucky fans wanted a rejuvenated Cal, they wanted a a fiery Cal, a, a Rivera Cal, all the stuff we heard last season. Yeah, the roster that they built last season was, was really good. Uh, but I, I genuinely think that this was the piece that – really kind of solidified that that last kind of punch from Coach Cal where it was like, look, I got to do right by this kid. He has done so much for me. He's done so much for this program. He's done so much for himself. We owe it to Trishy Boy to put a national title contender around him, and I think that's what he's going to do this offseason. And this is a kid that's wanted to be at Kentucky the entire time. I, th- I think that's another thing that's going to really sit well with the fan base is – he hasn't wanted to go anywhere. Like all the interviews and and everything for the last few weeks, you could tell I me mean, him rocking a blue suit at all of those. I mean, he loves being a Kentucky Wildcat. This was his dream a long time ago, and he's getting to live it out. And then, too, the, the lasting image of Oscar Sheboy in Kentucky jersey shouldn't have been him crying on the floor in Indianapolis where we were. Uh, there's something greater to, to his story and how it ends at Kentucky and whatever that next chapter is. He now can work on writing that. I mean, this is a this is a really big deal for the program. I know we're still waiting on what Shaden Sharp will do and, and some other things, and we've gone on to this big discussion, and I'm sure we'll discuss it in the coming weeks of what was bigger, what was more important. Shaden Sharp's the better player. Like Shaden Sharp projects as a better pro, but when it comes to winning the fan base and everything. I think this is the biggest decision for this offseason was getting Oscar Sheboy back for all those things that we've talked about, how he holds everything together. Imagine how much easier it's going to be for new players on this roster next year and returning players that Oscar Sheboy's on it. He does so many things that makes life easier for a lot of these guys. That's going to be a big thing for this team. Yeah, and just the fact that you needed one of the two of of Shaden and Oscar just to have a star. You now have that that anchoring piece, that one go-to guy. Like, look, you want Shaden back, you need Shaden back. It'd be incredible to have a guy who could score 20 points per game. Uh, whether he's going to come back or not, that remains completely up in the air, and, and we'll talk about that uh, plenty in the coming days slash weeks. We have a big decision uh, announcement date or not date uh, date or even an announcement, but the deadline date is this Sunday uh, mm-hmm. about whether he has to put his name in the draft. I talked to his camp yesterday and they still haven't confirmed that he's even put it, it put his name in the uh, draft to start testing the water. So that's still that's still a process that we need to discuss. And, and there's going to be plenty to discuss about this. But as of right now, Kentucky now has that anchoring piece, that that one guy that you can build a roster around. And look, this year they didn't have Shaden Sharp on the team. And yeah, look where it got them. They lost in the first round, and there's the, the shooting frustrations and the injuries and all that stuff is completely valid. And, and there's still a lot of work to do with this roster. But look, with Oscar Sheway as the star in the middle, as the anchoring piece down low, this team looked like a national title contender plenty of times. Plenty of occasions, this team looked like it was capable of making a run. They just need to keep adding complementary pieces. It's it's about fit. It's about you know being patient with the process, not just taking uh, the next big name because it's the hottest name on the board right now. I think now it's about okay, you got your you, the piece you build around. Now it's about finding the perfect pieces to make this all work. But now that you have this, you now have that flexibility and that comfort of. 
you don't got you you don't have to find the star in the portal anymore. You can now find complimentary pieces of room, which is the best news John Calipari could have heard uh, by far this offseason so far. Yeah, I, I agree too that this I don't want to say that this takes the heat off of John Calipari, but I think it certainly takes a little bit of it away. I, I know everybody the t- the attention's going to be on him and for Kentucky to make a run next season. But if they had lost Oscar to the NBA and he wasn't coming back, and, and if that had been the ultimate decision and he was successful doing it, then you, we all support him. And then let's say whatever happens with Shaden, let's say he goes to the league. If they were to lose both those guys on top of the way the season ended, it was going to be very hard to get people motivated and rallied behind this team going into the season. Now you've got that piece to not only build behind on the court, but within the fan base too. And I I just think that that's a big deal. And you're talking about deadlines. I mean, Sunday night's the deadline for the draft, early draft entry there. Uh, Obviously the transfer portal deadlines approaching too, as far as May 1st. So you kind of needed this domino to fall because you didn't want to get into, let's say May 2nd, May 3rd, May 4th. And us talking about what we talked about in the previous episode, that there was some buzz starting to grow that Oscar could be a late first-round pick. And if he had got into the draft, gone to the combine, and then decided not to return, it kind of leaves Kentucky in a really bad spot. So I think that this announcement happened at a really good time. You could probably see Kentucky's front court solidified now, right? Let's say that Keon Brooks is already in the draft. Remains to be seen if he stays in or if, if he withdraws. Does he test the portal? That decision has to come very, very soon, too. Jacob Toppin, we expect him back. Lance Ware, this could be it for Kentucky's front court. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Yeah, and I think that's kind of a best case scenario. Uh, it, it, you know, if anything, it, it almost makes you wonder about recruiting moving forward. How appealing is Kentucky now if you are on the wing, assuming Shaden Sharp leaves or, you know, even if you are Shaden Sharp, looking at this situation going, whoa, I have a an offensive rebound magnet down low now that I know is going to clean up my mistakes or my missed shots uh, if, if, if push comes to shove. You have that star in the middle. That has to be appealing for even if it's not Shaden Sharp. But if you are you know, say a Leonard Miller, say that you're an Antonio Reeves, say that you're the next big name in the portal that hits uh, here in the future. Or if you are elsewhere in college basketball and, you know, I know it's kind of funny and people were kind of teasing about Drew Timmy and, you know, all that stuff, but just think big. And and, yeah, but just think big in on that front where it's like, okay, that is now a, a destination. Kentucky is now a destination because they have that premier guy. They're not going to be 
uh, able to compete in terms of stardom alongside uh, alongside Oscar Sheway. But in terms of production and being able to win a ton of games, Kentucky now becomes a premier destination for the transfer portal if you are if there's a player that's on the fringe of trying to decide maybe i need to go to the draft maybe i want to explore my options do i return to school all that kentucky now becomes the premier destination if you are a school if you are a high level pr- uh, prospect looking to win games and if anything else that's a huge plus on this end as well that i think cal's recruiting efforts just got a whole lot easier because they have a complimentary piece uh, about as good as you could possibly ask for at this college basketball level uh, they do, and uh, I, I can't wait for some of these interviews. And that first interview that we get with Oscar Sheway later in the summer or later in the spring and, and what all he says about this decision and some of the things about why he chose to come back, you know they're going to be really good answers. And I just think that you have a guy that the locker room can rally behind, and, and this is a move. Kentucky took a step towards a Final Four national championship today with that decision. I already think that their backcourt has potential to be an upgrade from what it was this past season. I, I think C.J. Frederick coming back and being healthy and, and being that shooter that he is, he is a consistent sharpshooter from three-point range. I, I don't think you're going to have many games where C.J. goes cold or many spells where he has those, those games where he doesn't hit shots. I think Cason Wallace is an upgrade when it comes to the backcourt, especially the ability to play two-way. Like There's a couple of moves away here from really solidifying themselves as a top five team and possibly preseason number one, depending on what happens with Shaden Sharp. Yeah. And you know, you, you, you wonder what's going to happen with Xavier Wheeler, but there's chemistry there. There's continuity. We've seen them play really well together in the pick and roll. And, and, you know, they, they did play together fairly well, but uh, you know, I know he's kind of a polarizing guy and fans are kind of back and forth on bringing him back, but uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, Sean, to have your starting point guard and your starting center, two, the, the two most important pl- pieces and roles on the floor. Getting those two back for this team yeah. would be just monstrous. Just, if nothing else, for, co- for, for continuity, for chemistry, all those reasons, I, I think just having those two back playing together uh, would be huge just because you get Oscar back on, on that yeah. front. And they're getting, and we know that they're getting better with Cason Wallace and Chris Livingston. Those two pieces that they're adding, that uh, they project to be very, very good college basketball players. And I think possibly on both ends of the floor. Like we know that the roster was already getting better with those two additions. Now you got Oscar. You can throw CJ Frederick, in, in my opinion, in there with Cason Wallace and Chris Livingston because we haven't got to see. CJ Frederick in a Kentucky jersey on the floor compete. So I kind of throw him in with those two freshmen. Uh, this this is a roster that it's starting to take shape now. That they needed this decision to fall because now you can kind of look here, and whenever Shaden makes his decision, you can point to guys that they're after in the portal, whether it's Reeves or what's ever happened with Miller, and you can start to kind of form this roster and see it kind of coming together now that this decision has been made. Yeah, and you know I, I do also want to give credit to to Oscar because look. Uh, as of the last few weeks, the last month or so, uh, especially the last couple of weeks, Oscar stock has has risen quite seriously. He's now, I think, 34 in the last mock draft that I saw. And again, we talked on the last show. You never know how the interview process was was going to go. You know, he was going to just destroy that. You know, he was probably going to look pretty solid in workouts and all that. And, and you know, I, as I said on that last show, 
the NBA scout that I, a very prominent NBA scout that I talked to in Chicago, the Jordan Brand Classic, said uh, he's a, a fringe first round pick now. He's a late first round pick, and 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 if he had a pick at that spot that he would consider very very seriously taking Oscar Sheboy, it takes some guts if you're Oscar Sheboy to say, you know what, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, you know hold off on my pro career. I'm going to hold off on the guaranteed contract, assuming he would get that first round guarantee. That's a guaranteed contract that he's turning down because of how much he loves Kentucky, because of how much uh, he has left uh, on the table to do here in Lexington. And, and, you know, you know, quite truthfully, all all the money that he will be able to make in Lexington next year, he's banking on himself quite a bit by making this decision when he is uh, knowing that his stock is going up and would only go up as the combine comes closer and all that stuff by making the decision. Now he's making a state, a statement in college basketball that I don't like the way last year ended and I'm ready to come back and make a statement in in year two. And I think that is uh, pretty damn impressive. If you, if you look at it on that front. Yeah. and And the big discussion will be, you know, how much better can he get? How much more can he improve on his draft stock? I, I really don't know, but I'm assuming that there are two to three things that John Calipari and others have kind of identified and said, all right, you need to get better here. You need to get better there to not only just get drafted, but maybe have a long career in the NBA, because that's going to be his next move. And I think that's what this decision is about, too, is it stepping out to the three-point line and adding that to a part of his game. We saw that 15-, 16-foot jumper. It was one of his favorite things to do and it's something that he was very successful with this year. He already runs the floor very well. He's in great shape. Uh, you want to see him maybe get a little bit better with his feet and get a little bit quicker with post moves inside. So I, there are some things that he can improve his game on, and just continuing to get better in pick and roll, continuing to get better defensively, maybe block a shot or more a uh, game this season. Like there's areas to improve, but whenever he does go to the league, I, I think this is going to be a guy that's that's going to stick in there. I, I really do. And I think that he's coming back. He's going to get some money. And then if he goes on a deep tournament run next year at Kentucky, that only helps his draft stock too because he's going to be on that national scene in that spotlight making plays in the NCAA tournament. I think that's driving him back too. Yeah, and I think that scout that I talked to kind of made it clear that he was like, look, Oscar is what he is. He's never going to be a star in the league. But I really liked the way he described it. He said he has a place in this league. He is a dude that is going to be able to last a very long time. He's going to be able to, uh, you know, be a role player off the bench for a very long time. Uh, it just kind of solidified all the hard work that that he put in and kind of all the belief and, and trust that we, it, all of us had an Oscar this year that, it, that they kind of felt the same way about Oscar, that all of this was for something, you know, like this wasn't just empty stats, you know, dominating at the college level. Like this was really Oscar Sheboy truly developing as a basketball player, going out, stepping out, knocking down jump shots, you know, working on it, the way he runs the floor. And then some of just the, the fundamental things that he struggled with when he came from West Virginia. Look, he wasn't even remotely close to the draft boards when he announced his decision to transfer to Kentucky, to Kentucky. And now he's a fringe first round pick. It's just really cool seeing the real growth and development of his game. This isn't a guy that's just getting clean up buckets and, and kind of just doing the dirty work and, and, you know, putting up empty stats. This is a guy that, that truly contributed to winning and NBA teams are starting to see that. And there's an understanding now that they go, look, 
he's going to be around. He's going to be in that same draft range next year. A year from now, we're going to be able to get him in the exact same spot. There's no rush. Get in there. Make as much money as you can in one year with NIL, and we'll talk to you again next year. I think there's kind of a, a mutual appreciation on that front that I, I really I really applaud both sides for kind of acknowledging that Oscar Shibway on the NBA side, acknowledging that Oscar is an NBA player, and Oscar uh, acknowledging on his end, you know what? That time is going to come. I'll be ready to embrace that when that time does come. But until then, I have I have unfinished business to take care of in Lexington. I think that's a pretty awesome way uh, that this all unfolded. Yeah, and a motivated Oscar Sheboy. It's bad news for the rest of college basketball. With what he accomplished <laughs> this past season, he's coming back. And I think he has goals of making a deep run at Kentucky next year and winning a national championship. And I think this was – this was the best thing that could have happened for John Calipari. I think, you know, coming off the the season that they just had, he he's the the noise for the 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 negative side of the not supporting John Calipari. It's the loudest it's ever been. He needed Oscar Shibway to return and I think that he is probably the happiest guy in the country right now. Yeah, it's uh you you can definitely uh, sense a, a a real, real sense of optimism on Kentucky's side and John Calipari's side that he gets a star, he gets all this. And you you brought up an angry Oscar Sheboy, what that looks like. I'm just curious. Look, Sean, he averaged 17.4 points, 15.1 rebounds, 1.8 steals, 1.6 blocks per game. What the heck does he have left to do at this level that he can show uh, in terms of numbers, he has already shattered every single season record. What what other records does he even have to break? And in, in, and you know, in terms of statistics and all that stuff, that's one thing. But I, I genuinely think it's a real question now, Sean, to ask: Will there be now that we get a second year of Oscar Sheboy? Will there ever be a more beloved player in Kentucky basketball history? Like I'm starting to think that. By the time next season ends, assuming it goes as planned, assuming that we go on a, a deep tournament run, will we have ever seen a, a player of that caliber being as beloved as, as he is? And, and I, I, I'll, I would have to see it with my own two eyes, Sean, because I already know what fans thought about him this year. And if we get a repeat of year two and he goes on a tournament run and kind of rewrites all the history books and the narratives of this of this past year, I you're going to have to argue with somebody else because you're not going to find a more beloved uh, Kentucky Wildcat in my eyes. Well, we, we we talked about this, what, a few weeks ago about whether his name belongs in the rafters of Rupp Arena, and I think it was already going to be up there anyhow. The first consensus national player of the year in program history has a spot up there. Anthony Davis has a spot up there as well. This solidifies it, though. Like, Oscar Sheboy's name will be in the rafters of Rupp Arena one day. He'll be a future UK Athletics Hall of Famer. He's going to break more records. Does he actually average 20 rebounds a game this season? That's something that he said he wanted to do a year ago. Maybe he comes back and he says, you know what? I fell short of it. I averaged 15, so I'm now going to uh, average five more. So there there are some things still there for him to chase. Obviously, that double-double record, uh, the way that he closed the season this year. I mean, you started – once he got into conference play, there were multiple 30-point games, which is crazy. Like, I thought he was going to be somewhere around a 13, 14-point score and about a 12, 13-rebound guy. No, he, he actually turned into a 30 and 15 guy the deeper you got into conference play, which is crazy. I just – it's uh, the fact that that person – Can you imagine did. the signing tour whenever he does leave? 
Can you imagine when he goes around the state and signs autographs, how much money he's going to make? And, and look, okay, you bring up a really good point, Sean, because now that we're here and now that we know that the NIL restrictions have been lifted and things are what they are, it's time to reward the big fella. If you're a Kentucky fan, buy all the shirts, go get all the cameos, get the autograph signings, do do it all, reward this big fella. He absolutely deserves it for the year he went through, for the what he was able to do in Kentucky and deciding to come back and understanding what he has on the table with NIL. Make it worth his while because this is a dude that made a very, very big decision, a monumental decision for this Kentucky basketball program. And it's it's absolutely time to finally reward him for uh, just everything he's given to this program. Because I mean, it's, it's a year that will – Never forget, for better or for worse, but for him individually, it's one that uh, I, I for one, will never, will never forget. And the fact that we get a part two of this uh, is just, it, it, it's just unbelievable. It's just kind of unfathomable that we're getting a national player of the year back uh, in Lexington. Uh, so just, just uh, keep that in mind whenever you, 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 you're buying Christmas presents and birthday presents. Make sure that uh, there are some Oscar Shibway, uh T-shirts under those Christmas trees this year. I absolutely agree. I think I'm going to buy one or two, honestly. And and maybe it, it doesn't have to be a leaving tour. Maybe he goes and signs some things this summer and, and people set up some things through NIL for him. But uh I, I can't even I can't even imagine when when the the reaction at that senior night ceremony next year. Like there have been some emotional senior nights. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say when Oscar Sheboy runs through that hoop next year, wow. And if his mom is in attendance, even more wow. Like this, that's going to be a special night. Oh, the fact that we even get that moment right now, Sean, is is an absolute blessing. And and goodness gracious, what a day to celebrate this. It's a it's a big one. It's the first major step of this offseason, one that we have been looking forward to for quite some time. Uh, it's finally here. And uh, it, it's it's time to get excited because we the, the ball's rolling now. There's some real momentum moving forward. Uh, and now Cal can can have some swagger as he's going through and making these decisions on the recruiting trail and the transfer portal, all that. Uh, he he now has something to work with. He now has a a uh, six foot nine, two hundred fifty five pound superstar uh, to help recruit him down to, down to Lexington. So, uh, goodness gracious, what a day, Sean! Yeah, and and one of the most beloved players, if not the most beloved player, too. to ever put on that jersey. He's he's getting to do it for a second season. He's getting to kind of get some revenge and come back and, and try to lead Kentucky to a ninth national championship. I think that Kentucky now you, you've been seeing some of these off season storylines and, and polls putting them at number one. I know Dick Vitale think of him at number three, all of that kind of hinged on what Oscar Sheboy was doing. And now that he is back, regardless of what they do in the portal and who returns, Kentucky's putting a roster together. That's going to be good enough to, to make a run. I think that they had a roster this year that was good enough to make a run. I thought that all the way to the end. I think there, there was proof in that they beat the two teams in the national championship. That doesn't sit well with fans. It was easy to be frustrated. Let's run it back with Oscar Sheboy and let's see what happens. Let's run it back, Sean. Let's uh, get out of here on that note. We have plenty more to discuss in the coming days. Uh, we'll be here for all of it every step of the way. But until then, Sean, where can fans find your work? You can find my work at GoBigBlueCountry.com and you can follow me on Twitter at GBBCountry. 
Find me on Twitter as well at Jack Pilgrim KSR. Reach out to me via email at jpilgrim at KentuckySportsRadio.com. With that, we'll be back next time for the JPEG Sources Say podcast. We will see you then. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.